Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Spooky Girls, the podcast where we explore all sorts of real-life paranormal and creepy occurrences, from ghost sightings and hauntings, to reported alien and cryptid encounters, myths, folklore, legends and more. Every week we'll cover a different true spooky story. We're your hosts, I'm Katrina. And I'm Jasmine. Good evening from Hong Kong, everybody. It has been quite some time, hasn't it? It has. I know that we, we said we would you. be we would be back next week in the, the last episode, but I have been a very, 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 very stressed out um stressed. little little ball of um angst. <laughs> so it's been more like two weeks. <laughs> I'm sure these guys don't mind waiting for quality content now, do you, friends? Mm. Um, but yes, it's good to be back all the same. Yeah, It's good to be back. Yes. Oh, goodness me. So how was your week so far, Catty? It's been all right. What about you? Mine's been... Oh, just, just stress after, stress after. I swear that I am cursed, you know. <laughs> At work today. Fuck's sake. Yeah, you know, we're we're back on a run to go back my job yet again. But mm. at work today, um, was it yesterday? Basically, everything that went wrong w- went wrong. It was like that Murphy's Law, except mm. I literally couldn't believe. So I've always been bad with computers. <laughs> it's just a known fact. When when I'm near something, it breaks. It's just science. Um, and today, the minute I stepped through those freaking doors, the camera stopped working. We lost communication with our New York office. The microphones on set stopped working. Our other cameras in a different room stopped working. It was like pandemonium. And I was like, this is why I shouldn't be here. This is why I should not be at work. I'm a curse. And I'm cursing everyone in here. And not in, and not in like the fun way, in a way which actually like impacted me as well. Um, it was horrible. Um, so I just I just sat at my desk grumbling. <sighs> anyway, mm. that was that was that was like one thing which just kind of just like rippled throughout mm. the week. Just this stress of being there. Oh, um, no. But you know, well, it's all hopefully good. today's all episode will will put you in a better mood. Oh, my, my mood is fine. Oh, is um, but yes, I think I think I think um, I I do need to hear a catty story to cheer Yay. me up. Boohoo, boohoo, boohoo. So, what do we have in store today? Well, today's episode is about a very very scary island called Paviglia in Italy. I've heard of that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but it's quite famous. I've heard of that. Ooh, it's been on a lot of like ghost hunting things. But yeah, this is it. Our ghost adventures. <laughs> well. Please do not steal that. Sorry, Zach. Bake, Zach. I'm sorry, Zach. Please do not. Fi- I'm really sorry. Just wait. We just want you to be on. Just our show. wait. Okay. So you ain't talking about Zach Bacon, Zach. <laughs> yes, you. Are. Yes, you are. So my sources for this were Wikipedia, ledger.co.uk, abandonedspaces.com, ranker.com, thevintagenews.com, italicsmag.com, and allthatsinteresting.com. Located between Venice and Lido, in the Venetian lagoon, northern Italy, you might be forgiven for assuming that the small island of Paviglia would be an ideal vacation destination, but you would be gravely mistaken. Indeed, Paviglia has a long, tragic, 
disturbing history, which has left it with the reputation of being one of Italy's most terrifying and haunted places. Nicknamed the Island of Ghosts by locals, it is actually illegal to visit Poviglia, and trespassers will be sternly prosecuted under Italian law. Despite this, however, thrill-seekers and paranormal investigators alike still occasionally sneak onto the abandoned island to explore, a decision which many of them have come to regret. As Venice became one of the most important and prosperous trading posts during the medieval period, Poviglia was used as a lazaretto, a place to quarantine the many visitors entering the city, where they were required to stay for 40 days. And as a fun fact, the word quarantine actually comes from the Venetian word quarantena, meaning 40 days. This stay was a relatively comfortable one, as people usually had a room, or even an entire apartment to themselves, were given food, drink, and allowed to contact the outside world through letters. This all changed, however, when the bubonic plague ravaged Europe in 1348, killing off nearly two-thirds of the total population. In Venice in particular, almost half of the population was wiped out within a six-month period, and burial grounds outside of the city were quickly overwhelmed with the sheer number of dead. As such, Paviglia, along with a number of other small islands off of Venice, became places to dump the infected, where they were forced to live out their final days in fear and isolation. Re-emergence of the plague occurred regularly throughout the medieval period and Middle Ages, devastating the population each time, as bubonic plague is fatal in 90% of untreated cases, septicemic plague in almost 100, and pneumonic plague 100% fatal, regardless of treatment, all of which is caused by the bacteria Yersinia pestis. Yersinia pestis! Jasmine's favourite. My favourite bacteria. (laughs) (laughs) Mass panic and paranoia took hold, and in some cases, people who weren't even sick, but merely suspected of showing early symptoms, were forcefully confined to the Lazaretto Islands, where they inevitably did become sick and die. Poviglia essentially became a giant burial ground, as bodies from the mainland were hauled over on barges to be disposed of alongside those who perished there, in mass graves containing thousands of people at a time. When bodies continued to pile up faster than they could be buried, several ovens were built on the island to dispose of them, and the cremated remains were simply left where they fell. It is estimated that Paviglia is the final resting place of up to 160,000 people. Writing about the plague islands, 16th century chronicler Rocco Benedetti wrote, It looked like hell. The sick lay three or four in a bed. Workers collected the dead and threw them in the graves all day without a break. 
Often the dying ones and the ones too sick to move or talk were taken for dead and thrown on the piled corpses. The island eventually stopped being used as a quarantine site in 1814. However, its association with sickness and death did not end there. In 1922, it again became a place to isolate the undesirable members of society as a sanatorium which was partially made up of older buildings that were used to house plague victims, was opened to house people with disabilities and mental illness. As you can probably imagine, mental illness was not very well understood or treated with much empathy at the time, and institutions were used as a place to isolate people rather than offer them real help. It is alleged that patients were frequently subjected to sadistic abuse, experiments and torture, and legend has it that during the 1930s, one doctor in particular regularly carried out crude lobotomies for his own amusement, without any care for sanitation or anaesthesia, which more often than not resulted in their horrific deaths. One version of the story claims that the doctor was eventually driven mad by all of the awful things he had done, but another version says that he was instead tormented by the spirits of those he had brutally killed. He had supposedly begun to hear unexplained voices, see shadowy figures, and feel unseen forces touch or brush past him, all of which only increased in frequency over time making him more and more fearful and agitated. It is said that one day the doctor became so frantic, paranoid that he was being stalked by the angry spirits of his former patients, that he raced to the top of a nearby bell tower in order to escape. From there, the doctor either jumped to his death, or, as many people believe, he was pushed, screaming for mercy by the vengeful souls of his victims. This incident was allegedly witnessed by a nurse, who swore on her life that the doctor had initially survived the fall, but was then overcome by a ghostly mist that seemed to suffocate him to death. It is said that the doctor's spirit has remained at the bell tower, and even today, many locals who live close to the island claim that on a dark, quiet night, you can still hear the bell ringing in the distance, despite the fact that it has long since been removed. The hospital finally closed down in 1968, leaving Poviglia totally abandoned. With the tiny island being the final resting place of hundreds of thousands of people, including plague victims, and those who died at the hospital. It is no surprise that it is considered an incredibly haunted location, the tragedy and suffering of all of those souls having permeated its very soil. This isn't merely metaphorical either, as in quite a horrific discovery. Researchers who analysed the soil composition of the island found that up to 50% of it 
was organic human remains. Nice. That's so cool. <laughs> I find that awesome. Human bones also continue to regularly wash up on the island's shores, to the point where fishermen actually steer clear of the waters around it for fear of capturing something other than fish in their nets. Paviglia's reputation as an eerie, unsettling, ghostly place began even before the island was abandoned, as many patients who were confined to the sanatorium reported seeing shadow people and hearing disembodied wailing and screams, which tormented them and kept them awake at night. Of course, these patients' claims were largely ignored by members of staff, who most likely attributed them to their existing mental illness. However, even the most hardened sceptic can't deny the dark, heavy, foreboding atmosphere that envelops Paviglia, and, despite being off-limits to visitors, this doesn't stop the occasional thrill-seeker or paranormal enthusiast from bribing a local to transport them to the island and help them sneak ashore. These brave, or perhaps foolish, visitors have reported experiencing a variety of terrifying occurrences while exploring the forsaken island, including feeling overwhelmed by a sense of sadness and suffering, feeling as though they are being watched, hearing disembodied whispers, moans and screams, and being scratched and pushed by an invisible force. In 2016, a group of American tourists apparently got a bit more than they bargained for when they tried to spend the night on Paviglia, as their visit was cut short after a passing boat heard their panicked screams and alerted authorities. The firefighters who rescued the group in the early hours of the morning found them terrified and in a state of shock, hysterically shouting about all the paranormal phenomena they had seen and heard, and desperate to escape the island. With such an infamous reputation, it probably won't be much of a shock to discover that in 2009, US television show Ghost Adventures filmed an episode on Paviglia, which they labelled as one of the world's darkest epicenters. (laughs) The the world's darkest episodes. This is one of the world's darkest epicenters. (laughs) For ghost activity. For ghost. We are going to go inside this building. And I will wear a mask. I'm going to stand here with my breathing equipment on (laughs) while I make Aaron go and taunt the evil spirits. (laughs) Oh my god. That was beautiful. (laughs) There are some things that we do not understand. 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 We want answers. Answers. I should let everyone know, I I can do a better American accent. (gasps) No, that was so glorious. If anyone wants to hire me. (laughs) You guys have to pay money to get Katty to do... If you guys pledge 20 bucks on Patreon, Katty will do a whole episode as Zach Bagans, okay? Oh my, please. She'll do the whole episode if you give her 20 US dollars to pay for her therapy that she'll need afterwards, okay? 
Okay. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and also for the lawsuit that he'll file against us. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my voice for your podcast. <laughs> While there, their equipment repeatedly malfunctioned. They heard many mysterious thuds, footsteps and moans. And, most notably, host Zach Bagans was supposedly possessed by an angry, demonic entity. Did he just use that as an excuse to, like, strangle the shit out of his cameraman? Yeah, he does sort of just use it as an an excuse to attack Aaron. Just fucking, like, wail on his (laughs) They they, they don't get paid enough for that shit. No. (laughs) You know? The Venetian government has attempted to rid themselves of Paviglia in the past, as, soon after the sanatorium shut down, the island was sold at auction to a private buyer. However, this owner soon sold it on, as rumour has it that his daughter was attacked by a paranormal entity which left her with traumatic facial injuries. The next owner also didn't last long, and the island was left abandoned again, with ownership eventually reverting back to the state. Most recently, in 2014, Venice unsuccessfully tried to auction the island off, with Italian businessman Luigi Brugnaro purchasing it for only €513,000 approximately £400,000, or US dollars But the deal fell through, and the island's status remains in limbo. Whether or not you believe that the island is home to the trapped, tormented souls of the plague victims and abused psychiatric patients who perished there, there is no denying that Paviglia remains inseparable from its long, dark, tragic history, and the horrific myths and legends that surround it, as well as its enduring legacy as one of the most haunted places in the world. Yay! Ooh, that was a good one. Yay, Because I'd read about it before, but I didn't remember what it was. Mm -hmm. I've always been very intrigued by it. You know, I have some people who I would like to send there myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Yeah, it was just like bad stuff on top of bad stuff on top of bad stuff on top of bad shit stuff. Shit on shit. Yeah. But you know something? I feel like that's pretty much what the rest of the world is. Mm. Like, you know, there's this planet has been here for like thousands, hundreds of thousands of years pretty much. And millions, actually. Wow. But I mean, mm. in terms of like people, you know, there's... We all live on on top of dead bodies everywhere. It's just part of the cycle of life. And I just find it hilarious. I really thought you were going to say that, like, Zach Bagans bought the island. Yeah, I wish. That would have just made my life. I wish they could just give it to him. Yeah. Yeah, (gasps) Zachtopia. Bagansville. I can see it now. The thing is, is that the island, just because it's so tiny, it's 72,000 square metres or 18 acres, so it's only the size of Sheep's Meadow in Central Park, if that means anything to American It means nothing to me. But yeah, but for, like, the remains of 
150,000 people on such a tiny bit of land. Stacks on stacks on stacks on stacks. I can see why it's very, 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 very creepy to a lot of people. Like, £400,000, that's, like, a really nice house. Or an island... And I would choose the island. I'll take the island. Yeah, exactly. It's got stuff on it. Yeah, still. it does. I'll take it. It's got like the remains of the hospital and then like it looks cool. A church and creepy, creepy, creepy. I would definitely like pass away from just being afraid, but it would be a really fun hour of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before I've died, yes, I yes. Imagine though, imagine. But the thing is, if you died there, it's fine. You know why? Because there's plenty of people to be dead yeah, with you. That's it's probably true, like a whole. It's probably like a whole dead city, which you can't see. Thriving ghostly social scene. Yeah, yeah. precisely. It's probably why they're like, "Get the fuck off my island, you living piece of shit! Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! We've seen what you did to the fucking rainforest. Fuck off!" They're having having raves all on their own. Precisely. Yeah. In the in in the abandoned hospital. Mm-hmm. Thank you for for talking about the plague. You really mm-hmm. have cheered up my whole day. Good, I'm so I get glad. The plague. I get Zach Bagan. I know it's your favorite. Really, you are good to me. I am. Thank you so much. Yay! So thank you so much for listening, and we hope to have you back for next week's episode. If you want to get in touch for any reason. Just to say hello or to send us a story of your own true paranormal or spooky experience, please email us at spookygalspodcast at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Twitter at spookygalspod and on Instagram at spookygalspodcast. If you want to support us further, then you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash spookygals and from as little as $2 a month, you gain access to bonus episodes and other awesome content that we have planned for the future. Thank you all so much, and we'll see you all next time. Stay spooky. Goodbye. Bye-bye.